feel like that, that God speaks and God gives you direction. And I, I believe that God has given me direction for something for tonight. And I, 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 I know sometimes we go through difficulties in life. There are, there are different stages of, of things that we're, that we're facing right now and different levels and, and different things. And, but I, I have found that, that, uh, that, that it, this is true in, in everything that we face, every trial, every temptation, every uh, difficulty that we go through. And so I, I feel that the Lord gave me a, a word for tonight. I've, I've used it, uh, used this word before. <clears throat> I, I didn't look and, and to find where it was and what I used, I, but, I, but I, I, I just felt impressed as I was praying. I felt like that, that God uh, directed me in this way. And so you can remain seated while I read the word, but I want to take you to Luke chapter 6 and verse number 6. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the, and the Pharisees watched him whether he would heal on the Sabbath day that they might find an accusation against him. Verse 8, but he knew the thoughts and said to the man which had the withered hand, rise up and stand forth in the midst. And he rose and stood forth. Then said Jesus unto them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? And looking around about them all, he said unto the man, stretch forth thine hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored whole as the other. The, the key word that, that I want us to focus on tonight is that word stretch. Stretch forth your hand. Now, it's interesting to note that, that uh, many of the, of the scenes when he was in the synagogue, I, I didn't research and, and check out for sure if this was the place, but many of the times when it talks about he was in the synagogue and he was teaching, or uh, it generally was Capernaum. And, uh, and you know, if, if you remember right, I could, I could pick up a rock from, uh, from Peter's mother-in-law's house and I could throw it to the back door, and that's about as far as it was to the synagogue. Very, very close to that, and and a very, very small area. Very, you know, it, it wasn't a sprawling uh, metropolis like we would we perhaps would think, but uh, but very close together. But but evidently, uh, he was uh, on the sign when you go uh, uh, into Capernaum. It says Capernaum, the home. Of Jesus, and so he stayed here many, many, many uh, nights. He, he, many, many days, and it was uh, not far from the Sea of Galilee, and it was all close there to to many of the miracles that he did. And so, as I as as I was searching for God's direction, I, I felt just prompt several times to to uh, to preach this. Uh, uh, I believe that God is prompting us to stretch just a little bit further. God is prompting us to reach just a, a little bit more. And I, you know, as as we look at this story, this is the, you know, as we as we read this uh, this story and and we look into it, it is it is filled with such irony, if you will, because according to the Pharisees. You could, you could look at this, the rule of the law 
outweighs the principle that the law taught. Okay? The principle that the law brought forth was no big deal. In fact, the, the Pharisees said this. They said the, the, the law, the written word of God was heavy. And the oral law, the interpretation of the written word of God was heavy, heavy. I mean, it carried double the whammy that the word did. What they said the word was carried more emphasis and more power than what the word says. And that's why Jesus came. He came to set us free. He came to de bring deliverance and hope for, for us. And so, so when you look at this, that, that the principles of the law is what Jesus was interested in. And so is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Is it lawful to do good, Jesus asked them, or to do evil? But Jesus made the answer to this question very, very clear in a passage of Scripture in Matthew chapter 22 and verse number 36. There was one came to him and he said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Verse 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Then he went on to say in 39, verse 39, and the second is likened to it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And then he even established that fact in verse number 40. Of these two commandments, these two, hang all the law and the prophets. Love God, love others. This is what the law is about. Jesus was grieved at them being so callous to this poor guy that, that needed a miracle. This poor guy, you know, could, could you just, just imagine somehow uh, coming into a, into a service that God was moving and, and people were being healed and, and, and you telling them, you, uh, you're going to have to come back tomorrow. I mean, what kind of a deal is that? What kind of a what kind of a uh, a sanctuary is that? What kind of a synagogue is that? What kind of a God is that? That God loves to do miracles. God loves to heal and deliver and answer. And God loves that. But He was so upset at the people and upset at these Pharisees of being so callous to to uh, the Word of God and so callous that that all they they cared about was, was uh, uh, trying to get rid of Jesus and because he was in their mindset and their thought pattern. He was an he was a imposter and, and he was not worthy of, of this and worthy of all of that for just face value. Why don't you accept the miracles? You see, he called to the man that had the withered hand. Stretch out your hand. And the man responded, I can't. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't read that in there. I just added it. That's okay, isn't it? I mean, isn't, isn't it okay to add a few things? No, it's not okay, is it? But he, he said, stretch out your hand. You know what the guy did? However it was, he, he stretched it out to the, to the very best that he could. And, and we, we know the story 
that, that Jesus healed him that day of the withered hand. And so according to Strong's, uh, this, this word stretch means to extend. And, and Jesus was instructing the man to receive your healing, to receive your answer, to receive what you need from God. You need to respond, reach for, extend out further than what you are right now. And each of us needs to hear this word tonight. When we're going through difficulties in life, when we're facing trials, when we're going through trouble in life, we need to understand it's not the time to get back. It's not the time to go crawl in a hole somewhere and begin to feel sorry for ourselves. It's time that we begin to stretch out to God. It's time that we begin to reach out to the Lord in a greater way than we were before. And Jesus was introducing and instructing this man a, a very simple principle that each one of us could take to heart tonight to stretch, to reach, to respond. You, you see, we must realize that our response often dictates our answer. Our response dictates our answer. How we respond to the Lord. How we respond to our situation. How we respond to our difficulty in life affects what will happen unto us. And so <clears throat> at this time, God is telling each of us to stretch, to go further, go beyond what you were, go beyond, extend out. I remember uh, another time when I was I was uh, working. I had a painting contracting business, and and uh, uh, this family called me, and they had this huge uh, three-story house in a very old house. Uh, Probably built in the in the early 1900s, maybe the late 1800s. I don't I don't know, but it was very very old. It was very very tall house, and and uh, they asked me to to paint uh, one side of the house. Didn't want it all painted, and uh, <clears throat> and then as I was there, they said, "Oh, uh, we want that little spot up at the top painted," and it was it was in the fascia at the very corner, the very top, and I guess the birds had gone up there and whatever, and it scratched that paint off. And so it just, it, it just was bare wood there. And I'm looking up there, and I've got a 40-foot ladder on my truck. And the 40-foot ladder comes nowhere near that. Well, man, that roof's like that. You think I'm going to climb on that roof up to that peak and reach over? I mean, it, it, you know, I, I don't exactly know how long it was, but it had to be somewhere around 50, 55 feet to the top of that. <clears throat> and so as the, you know, I, what I could have done is, is uh, you know, I could have priced that. Well, that'll take, it'll take about $1,000 to do that. One little spot up there. You know, take all the scaffolding. You got to get all this and you got, uh, maybe get me a lift out there for a couple of hundred dollars or whatever and lift myself right up there. But in my ingenuity, I thought, sometimes you just got to stretch. And so I put that 40-foot ladder up against that, uh, the house. And I had a, I had a, um, a, a long 20-foot extension pole 
that I use to, uh, for rollers and, and tall ceilings and, and houses. And so I extended that, that extension pole out, and I took my, my masking tape, and I taped my brush on the very end of that pole. <clears throat> and I climbed up on that ladder. I dipped it in the paint, and I climbed up on that, that ladder. And, you know, that brush is just, you know, just a three-inch brush or, or three-and-a-half-inch. You know, it's not, not very big, not very heavy, but on the second or third step on the 40-foot ladder, up against the house, try reaching as far as you can, not holding on. <clears throat> and it took two hands. I locked my, my legs upon that, the rungs of that ladder, and it took two hands, and you're trying to, trying to somehow get that thing up there. And you know what? I did a bang-up job of it. But I had to stretch. I had to stretch out. And that's how it is so many times in, in our life that, that we've got to stretch. We've got to go beyond what our natural abilities are. When we begin to stretch, we're shocked that, that how far we can reach when we stretch. You know, <clears throat> many times when... when you know, you're playing golf, they tell you to, to make sure you go through all your stretches and you don't pull anything because, you know, when you're 54 or 5 years old like I am, sometimes you can pull things at times. And so, <clears throat> uh, give or take. And so, uh, you know, you begin to stretch down. And, you know, before you, before you stretch, try as far as you can reach. And then begin to begin to stretch a little farther and a little farther and a little farther and a little farther. Keep stretching, and you'll find that you stretch two or three inches farther than what you could reach when you first started. It's amazing how a little stretching can can take just a little bit further. Have you ever been to a point that that you just needed another couple of inches? You know, if you could just reach just a little bit further and just right on out on the ledge and. And, and when we begin to stretch, many times we, we reach something, we, we stretch to something that we have no right to have. And, and so it is with the Word of God, as, as God's Word gives us an indication of what stretching really accomplishes when we really begin to reach for Him, when we really begin to stretch out for Him. Uh, look at Psalms chapter 68. In verse number 31, it, it says, Princess shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. You see, this is a, the prophetic word that, that Ethiopia would, would be in great revival. And, and uh, isn't, it, isn't it amazing? Isn't it uh, just unbelievable when you begin to look at this? The stretch here means a little bit different. It's, it's the same, but it means a little bit different, maybe intensifying the stretch from what we read in the earlier scripture. And, and it is as to run, as to rush as to break down. Ethiopia will soon rush. They'll soon run. They'll soon break down barriers. Talking about a country that will reach their hand unto God. Isn't it amazing thing that we've seen this prophecy fulfilled in our lifetime? It's in our lifetime that the prophecy 
has been fulfilled. You see, in the past 30 years or so, uh, one of the greatest revivals in the entire world has happened in Ethiopia. Hundreds of thousands of people have been baptized in Jesus' name and have been filled with the Holy Ghost. Why? Because Ethiopia stretched out their hand to God. You can hear of great miracles that happened there. You can hear of great trouble and, and difficulty of people that literally they gave their lives for the gospel. People that were beaten down <clears throat> by the government. People that were uh, taken into custody. People that were slammed in jails for months at a time simply because of the gospel. But they prayed in, in spite of all that they went through, they began to reach out to God in a greater way. They, they intensified their prayers and, and reaching out to God and, and their fasting and reaching out to God. And I was told sometime just a few years ago that, that now most of Ethiopia is apostolic. The greater part of Ethiopia is apostolic. Many of the leaders are apostolic. Isn't that remarkable? Just simply because they begin to stretch out to the Lord. You know, God honors those that stretch, those that reach, those that go beyond the normal. Automatically, when we think about that, we think about somebody that is extremely talented, somebody that, that has the tremendous charisma, somebody that, that is far beyond and far above what, what we could do or what we are. That, that it, it would, you know, we're just ordinary person. We're just, we're just uh, you know, there, there's, there, we, we have no ability. We have no special power with God. But if you begin to look at the heroes of faith, you'll find that people that were ordinary, people that, that you wouldn't even pick and people that you wouldn't even choose out that became heroes of faith simply because they stretched toward the Lord. They, they believed God and they began to respond in the best way and, and in, the, in the most intimate way that they could to him. And they began to reach out their hands to the Lord. And reach and stretch. In Psalms 143, in verse number 6, says this, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land, Selah. What it's saying is that, that the psalmist uh, in, in this writing was declaring, uh, I, I run to God. He was declaring, I rush into the presence of the Lord. I break down the walls that I or maybe perhaps others have, have built around me. I break down those walls that have been erected to, to uh, my detriment. I break them down. I rush and I run into the presence of God. Worship and, and praise to the Lord. I reach for the Lord. I call upon the Lord and I reach for him with everything that is within me. What's it saying to you and I tonight? What is this word of God that is being spoken to us tonight? Well, it's, it's a powerful word of God. It, it may not seem so to our ears, but it is because it tells us to worship a little harder. 
to worship a little more passionate, to give to more to the Lord than, than what you did before. I'm reminded of, of, of King David as, as he <clears throat> began to bring the ark back home to Jerusalem, as, as he brought it into the house of God, and he danced before the, the ark with all of his might. And when he got back there, that his wife was looking out the window and saw him, and she said, weren't you the foolish little fella out there? You know that... You know, you just, you acted like a fool. And he said, I'm going to be more and more foolish for God. You know, can, can you just for a moment think about this? Here is the king of Israel. And he's, he's stops ever, whatever it was, six paces, I don't know. They stopped and they gave offerings to the Lord and they sang and they worshiped with all their might and moved a little bit further and stopped and did it over and over again until they brought it up with, with, with worship and praise to God. When, we, when, we, when the praise team begins to sing, let's sing a little louder. Let's, let's be a little more passionate in our worship. Let's put a little more in it. Let's, let's begin to stretch. You know, there's often times, many times in a service, there is just a fine line between a tremendous breakthrough and, and just another service that passes by. Because why? We've got to stretch. We've got to reach to God. We've got to allow the holy God of Israel to touch us. We've got to allow the presence of God to move upon us. So worship a little harder. Pray a little more fervently. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. It's just words on a page. Oh, no, it's not just words on a page. It is the gospel, and it is the word of God that if we would do that, something would break forth. If we would begin to pray just a little more fervently, a little more passionately to the Lord, to reach to God, to stretch further than I did before, to pray a little more intensely than I have before, to fast more often than I have before, to reach for the Lord. And in those times that, that God is moving, in those times that God is speaking, in those times that you feel the presence of God as, as God begins to tug on your heartstrings, and when you feel that tender wooing of the Lord as the Lord begins to talk to us and begins to reach to us. That's the time to stretch just a little bit further, to go just a little bit more than you did before, to give the praise an extra umph than you have before. And I, I've mentioned this before, but, but many times before I leave my office, I say this and make this declaration. It's not just empty words, and, and I hope I, I never forget it, but I, I ask God, God, let my worship be pleasing to you tonight. Let my worship, Lord Jesus, be pleasing to you. Let my worship reach the throne room. It's not just about jumping. It's not just about running, although that's, that's great. <clears throat> it's not just about emotion that we have, but oh God, let there be a deep praise begin to reach to you. 
Let there be a deep praise, God, that begins to get hold of you. Let there be a deep praise, God, that reaches the throne room. Let there be praise, God, that affects, that affects the God of Israel, that God suddenly stops and says, wait just a minute. I've got to respond to this because this is praise and this is worship that touches the Lord. Hallelujah. Stretch a little bit further. Reach a little bit more beyond than what you have. Run and rush into the presence of God. Allow the presence of the Lord Jesus to speak to our hearts as we stretch to him. Paul said this in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before. You see, every one of us has trouble with that. Do we not? It's hard to forget the things that are behind. So many times we... We dwell on them and not the presence of the Lord. They direct us how our day went simply because things didn't work out or, or maybe it was just a hard day. I, I know that, that you've come into this. Many of you have, have worked and put in your, your time today and you're tired. And, uh, and, and it's easy to, to sit back and relax. It's easy to to just kick back a little bit, but but understand that 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 at times that when when God is moving, we've got to stretch forth. Even now, God is speaking to us. Uh, begin to stretch forth. Begin to to forget those things that are behind. Forget the 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 day today. Forget the obstacles that you went through. And and how is it that so many times that there are things that that I was talking to Brother Matt before the service. There are things in our lives that begin to come up, and and it just seems like that we've asked God for something, and 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 and, and it seems like it's a possibility. And suddenly the door closes. Well, we get depressed. We get aggravated, get upset, get beside ourselves a little bit. You know, when that time comes, we need to stretch. God, I know the door may seem closed. I know that I, I have seen many, many times when the door closed, it didn't really close. I just thought it did. It opens up a little bit later on. You know, you, you, just, you, you just see, you, you see, and you see things happening, and, and, and when we w walk in reality, you know, the, I, I've read to you in Romans, it talks about unseen realities, realities that you can't see, realities that you can't hear. realities that you can't comprehend. Oh, oh they're, you know, they're, 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 they're not really realities. Yes, they are. They're promises from God. They're things that, that were spoken in the, in the fire of the Holy Ghost. There's things that were spoken to you in a moment of prayer. There's things that you, you begin to pray and, and you, be, you begin to declare, I believe this is going to happen. I believe that's going to happen. And then time kind of goes on and things begin to happen. Oh, well, that's over. 
No, at, at that time, stretch. Reach a little bit more. Remind the Lord, Lord, you said that you were going to do this. You said in your word, Lord, help me to reach a little bit further. Help me to worship a little bit more. Help me to pray a little more fervently, Lord, as I reach to you. In verse number 14, Paul finishes, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press toward the mark. Almost all of us at one time or another have heard the start of a race. Probably even we've been in some of them. On your mark, get set, go. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. I press toward the goal. I press toward what God has for me, that God has, has defining moments in my life. God has answers ready for my life. God has things waiting for me to stretch forth and reach to. God has things that, that he's waiting for me to push my way through. He's waiting for me to break down those walls and barriers that others have put up. Maybe I even I'm responsible for them. God is waiting for us to break through. God is waiting for us to, to push through. Shall we stand? So I feel tonight, led of God, to direct your attention to this word, stretch. Stretch when it feels like quitting. Stretch when it feels like giving up. Stretch when you see nothing happening. Stretch when you see nothing going on. Stretch. Brother Jeff, could you come help me as we close this? Stretch when, when you don't feel anything at all. Stretch. Stretch. Reach to the Lord. Hallelujah. I just think tonight, if we can just block everything out for just a moment, if we can just block everything out for tomorrow, what you got to finish doing tonight, put some clothes in the washer. <clears throat> you got to clean up the bathroom. Got to <clears throat> wreck the yard. Well, maybe not tonight. Just thought I'd throw that in. But whatever it is that, that you're thinking about it just a little bit later, whatever it is that you're thinking about tomorrow, whatever, for tonight, for this moment, listen to the, to the voice and the call of God to stretch forth, to begin to stretch just a little bit further. Begin to stretch in the spirit. Begin to stretch with your prayer. Begin to stretch with your praise. Begin to Give a little more praise, a little more worship to the Lord of glory, a little more praise to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to run, to rush, to reach into the presence of God. Because God wants to do somebody, something for somebody here tonight. God wants to push us, move us, Motivate us into responding to him. As he said to the man that had the withered hand, 
wished above anything that God would just heal that hand. What do you think he thought about the people that were around him? Don't heal him, not on the Sabbath. But when Jesus said, Sir, just, it doesn't matter what all these folks say. It doesn't matter what they're saying to you. It doesn't matter what they're declaring. But just stretch out your hand. Respond by reaching out your hand. Could just stretch it to the Lord right now, Lord Jesus. Oh, God. God, let us reach.